think a strong woman shouldn't like feeling girly. But you realize feeling girly can be one of the best parts about being a woman. This is the Wayward Podcast. Go. Are you going? <gasps> it's going! Uh, <laughs> are you going to cry? I'm going to cry a that little bit. That sounded like, are you going to cry? That's not what I meant. I'm going to cry a little are bit, though. I am going to cry a little bit. You guys, yeah. Kim Rose has just successfully spent the last 25 minutes trying to get this microphone to work in this hotel in Vancouver, Canada doing the things that she usually does which I don't know what they are because I don't watch her do it because she's usually set up by the time I get to her closet um, so I was of no help I was googling things but it's very frustrating when you are not technically adept speaking from experience um, and the thing that you've been doing for nine months suddenly stops working and suddenly you feel like you are walking around with your eyes closed. <laughs> and your pants down. Yeah. Make it do the thing. But it's oh. doing the thing now, Brianna. Yay, girl, I'm it's so proud of you. Thing. Well and done. We're, we're in a hotel room. We've got we're coffee. We've got coffee. I finished my coffee, which might be why I felt like crying when mm. I made the thing do the thing. So Kim and I are in Vancouver at a convention on, the, on a Sunday morning. We've come together for you, our fond beautiful, smart, kind listeners, um, instead of sleeping in our beds watching Netflix. Yeah. Which is really what my other option would be. Um, I told Kim that I had a tummy ache last night because I ate too many blueberries before I went to bed. That's As one does. Fucking rock and roll life. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do last night? Ate seven handfuls of blueberries and went to bed at midnight? Woo! Yeah. It was a good time. Good time at the concert last night. If anybody was there or heard about it. Everybody kept saying, last Vancouver convention. And we're like, no, that's not true. Yeah, no. Or, no, 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 yeah. no. Um, how are you feeling this morning? Uh, Good. I'm going to just bump that up. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? Here, hold on a second. I'm going to turn this up a little bit. Hello. I don't know. Our blippy blippies are exceptionally small today. So oh. if the sound on this, oh, we're in a hotel room, not in my closet. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, good. I don't know. Could do with more sleep. Could do mm. with my chiropractor tomorrow. Mm. But, you know, good. 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 Yeah. Feeling good. happy. I feel tired. I have not slept much this weekend, but that's pretty usual for me. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get used to new hair. Yeah. So what you can't see, because this is not an audio-visual presentation um, <laughs> is that Kim has gone back to brunette yes I colored my hair so which I love and is how I met you not with the current the way you're styling it today which is fucking adorable oh you think curly. this it full on I had a headband in and then it dried with my with a headband in and I was like well I guess the hair looks like this today then I love it um it's very it looks very like vintage like, it looks like you styled it with curlers. <laughs> um, but when I met Kim, she had, you know, sh kind of a short, shaggy, brunette hairstyle. And then she started growing out her gray. Now, why did you decide to... In case you haven't noticed, this podcast, we've decided, is going to be all about hair. Because I think both of us... We may work in some makeup. Yeah, we get a lot of questions about hair and makeup and skincare and stuff. But specifically hair, which... I think it's hilarious, but I also love because I feel like we're not encouraged to embrace 
things that are kind of trite, considered trite, or overly feminine. Or, yeah, it's, I think the word girly Mm -hmm. has negative connotations. Mm -hmm. I think um, a lot of times we are dissuaded Mm -hmm. from enjoying that aspect of Mm -hmm. our bodies. Um, And I just think the way I present in this world is is important to the way I feel in this world. Exactly. So it's, and it's also like, why would I deny myself a fun toy to play with? Exactly. Even if that fun toy is me. Yeah. It's such a funny thing when it was like, you know, there was just, was it time? And I think we are beyond that now where um, it was not encouraged to be too girly. It was kind of, there was just this thing where I think women were encouraged to be more, powerful through being more masculine and I think yeah. that I probably experienced that it was a equi- and rode that line it for was a while. yeah it was um it was equated with weakness mm-hmm. like oh you you aren't you don't feel good about your own authentic internal power yeah. so you're making yourself up to get power from other people or vanity could, yeah right like if you care about your hair makeup and looks then it's considered vain and also probably a weakness and I'm like no I don't I mean, vanity, I think, is normal, and I don't think it's just for women, you know? Um, It's, I think, what kind of handle you have on your own vanity, I think, is something that we all need to process for ourselves, but I like looking in a mirror. I like taking a selfie, you know? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. This is amusing. You enjoy your goddamn face. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so back to you. Oh, oh, okay. So I started growing it out as a full, like, excuse me, as a full uh, political statement. Oh, right. As, um, well, no, I'll take that back. I would say 70% of it was a political statement of I refuse to ascribe to the belief that uh, an aging woman is not viable or powerful. I am going to, I've earned my grays. I'm going to be proud of them. And I thought they looked kind of cool. The other 30% was I'm fucking sick and tired of dealing with my hair all the time. Like I cut my own hair. I color my, like are you coloring it? Uh, well, I would color it at home yeah. every, like, it got to the point where, you know, there's enough gray. You got to color it every five weeks, every six weeks. Of course. And, um, and then with a short haircut, you got to cut it a lot. But I would do it at, it, I'd you do do it yourself. myself. Yeah. Um, which is not ideal. You always colored your own hair? Uh, no, there. When I was on the Sweet Life, I have a wonderful, wonderful dear friend um, named Oslam who has her own salon in Los Angeles, and uh, I would go to her and have been since I was on the Sweet Life. If I go to anybody, mm-hmm. but the reason I would do it myself is a finances mm-hmm. and b immediate gratification mm-hmm. and c scheduling. I just can't. I, I don't. I, I when I need my hair cut because I've got a audition tomorrow I need it cut now so um, I've always cut my own hair I've always Mm, colored my own hair but uh, so I grew it out as a as a statement and uh, as of an amusement I was like I don't know what's this button do sure and um, and then recently I have uncovered another layer of willingness to compete in the Los Angeles acting market and it has been suggested to me that perhaps uh, the gray hair was not making me as marketable 
as I could be. And political statements aside, you haven't booked a job in three years, Kim. How about you fucking try coloring your hair and see if that helps? And so I went, oh, all right. So I put a a semi-permanent in just to see if they liked it. Everybody liked it. So now I'm going to start figuring out how yeah. to keep brown hair for a little while and see if it makes a difference. If it doesn't make a difference, I can always change back. And That's it's so funny. Thing about hair. like hair. Like I, when I had bangs, I had to get new headshots because they were like, you're going to go for different roles because you have bangs, <sighs> you know? And I was like, okay, I mean, that's fine. Now, I didn't want to keep my bangs. My bangs, again, were just like a, oh, let's see. Let's change shit up. And then I was like, this is too much work. <laughs> Bangs for me are way too much work. Um, so I've now since grown them out and have to get new headshots. I don't have to. These are things I do. Um, but it's funny how for women, I think, I guess for men as well, changes to well, hair if you color. Get, if you've got a beard, you've got to make a sure beard, that you've got yeah. headshots with mm-hmm. your beard. If you got, but um, yeah, it is definitely, I think I, I am lucky in that I identify as female and I present female in that there's a lot more leniency towards changing my look. I think if a man colors his hair, no one goes, hey, your hair looks great. Oh my gosh, I love it, that color. Everybody goes, let's pretend he didn't color his hair today, shall we? Sure. Uh, That's true. If it's from gray, you mean? From gray to brown? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, if you're dying in hot pink, the the youngsters these days with their vibrant neon yeah, colors, yeah. Um, you can comment on that. But if if it's a guy my age, it's uh, it's still not really encouraged to experiment with your look. That's a good point. That's true. Like, I notice almost more picking skin off my foot right now um hot (laughs) that when someone like if jason mans gets new glasses or you know billy cuts his beard down really short like that stuff i do actually notice more than you know if i cut off an inch like nobody really notices stuff like that right yeah um which is fair but if it's a gr- if it's like an aging male, there's this weird like. Did I mention it? Yeah. Now, did you have people that were like, were hesitant to mention that you had covered your grays? Because you've always no, been very it's, vocal you know, about growing out your gray. What's well, it's interesting the difference between people face to face and people online. I've definitely had a lot of. How dare you? You were oh, our champion. Sure. Fuck you. We yeah. we needed you to sure. have those grays. And I I'm like, I'm, guys, I'm sorry. You did. You then go come. Then yeah. carry on. Go on without me. Save yeah. yourselves. I get that when I lose weight. Yeah. A lot of people just going like, you don't. You're like, I don't, I have no idea what you're talking about right yeah. now. So so here's here's ultimately what I have to say in that terms. If you rely on me to be an example, then let me be an example of owning my own body. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm an example of, is that I am owning my body mm-hmm. and I'm finding ways to be happy and proud within my body. Mm-hmm. Whatever that looks like. Yeah. So please don't feel that you need me to have gray hair for me to encourage and applaud your choices with your hair. Yeah. Uh, we don't okay. have to have the same to feel the same. No. Yay, us. Yeah. That said, um, we uh, so, so there were people online that were like, what the fuck? Why? But face to face, everybody... <laughs> 
just it just like we work with people who don't necessarily have a lot of filters Mm -hmm. but i had at least four different guys go oh my god you look 15 years younger you look like a kid and how do you look so young it just it just made me laugh Mm -hmm. because i don't because I, I don't have any attachment to how young I look. Or need That's to not the goal. Yeah. The goal is I did it just to see if I could get more jobs. If it works, yay. If it doesn't, yay. I'm just, I just am doing it. You know what? I've always been like that. I colored my hair in high school. I colored it. I've colored it all my life. Mm-hmm. Just to see what would happen. Me too. It's I love like, experimenting with like huh? look, a look. Yeah. You know? I had it white, and I would like two, right. maybe three years ago. Three years ago, it was white, and I would put stripes, stripes of blue and purple. And now everybody's doing that, and I'm so jealous. I mm. want to put color in my mm. hair. It has to be blonder, yeah. I want rainbow hair. Mm. Um, so it's just, it's a fun thing. I feel like it about the same way with tattoos. Mm-hmm. I like having an outward expression of an inward truth. Mm-hmm. Um, now you said you've had short hair, but you don't like it. You really like the no, length. No, and your I hair. when I was a kid, I had hair short like yours because um, I went through a very in like I was like grade six. So I was eleven, ten or eleven. I had a very tomboy phase, always wearing like sports shirts and sneakers, if you can imagine. Um, and I wanted to cut all my hair off. My mom's like, okay, and I kind of always had long hair as a kid. And so I cut it off. That didn't last long. Grew it out, grew it out, grew it out. And then again, I think for most of middle school and high school, had long hair and college. I think all the way through college. But my hair was always very long and healthy and curly. And it was always a thing that people commented on. So it's not new to me when people are like, how do you do your hair? Or tell me your hair secrets or whatever. It's been like a weird identity most of my life and so in college I rebelled as well and was like I was having I was having nightmares at night that people would come and cut my hair while I was sleeping like I was becoming very attached to my hair and I was like at like 19 was like this is a problem and cut it to my shoulders it was probably down to my butt and I cut it to my shoulders which was a big deal and I loved it and kind of kept it around that length for most of my 20s and I would grow it out get shorter grow it out it's been pretty long never as long as it was in high school because it just doesn't grow that long anymore um mostly because I color it blonde now I was brunette when I was in oh yeah yeah school. yeah um and so when you color your hair blonde this is a thing everybody needs to know and probably some of you who color your hair know this your hair especially if you have naturally curly hair it is very fragile and porous um, and textured. And so when you color it, when you bleach it, it becomes very fragile. And so there's this thing that happens, and I think it happened to me once um, a while ago, that they call it oh. um, um, blondorexia, which is an awful term. But it's basically when you start becoming addicted to getting it blonder and blonder and blonder and blonder until it becomes white, um, and your hair inevitably will just start um, breaking, breaking off. Breaking off. And I've seen yeah. this happen to people I know, um, and I've seen people I know women who've had to cut their hair into like a pixie cut because their hair is just broken, um, and. Uh, 
I don't want to do that. So I go because I like being a blonde. Um, I've had red hair and I find red hair actually quite a bit more work because I always have to color it because it'll fade into like an auburny color and I want it to be like a fiery red and I'll have to keep coloring it and I was like it's too much work so I go back to blonde but because I did have an experience where I saw a junior stylist who over bleached my hair and it started breaking and I, I remember long this hair. I yes. remember this I remember. It, was like, it was during ah! conventions it was you know probably two years ago and it was, I was very panicked about it. So I started seeing a stylist who is very careful and um, very expensive. <laughs> See, now that's, you know? a, that's mm-hmm. another interesting thing is the mm-hmm. amount of money mm-hmm. I am willing to spend on something that ultimately doesn't matter. And, and that I struggle with, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. And again, this one of the reasons I do my own hair yeah. is because that's a bunch of money that should be going to my horse. Yeah, man. You exactly. know, it is a lot I, of money. I can't, I can't justify, but I spend money and I spend money on makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spend money on skincare. Yeah. We all have our things. And the question is, I've got, I mean, like my, my best friend in Oregon, she's been from from uh, high school. Doesn't wear makeup. Doesn't wear like none of that. And she's lovely. Mm-hmm. She's just. And so often I wonder, is it the thing that's important to me, or is it the money and the circumstances and the ritual around mm-hmm. the thing? that I value in terms of this is an offering I'm giving myself. It's almost it's almost like, like self-care. Yeah, something. it's like a sacrifice of I'm ritualizing self-care mm-hmm. in a way that makes me slow down and mm-hmm. pay attention to myself and really l- luxuriate mm-hmm. if that's a word in my own body. Yeah. And am I doing that? When I do that out of self-love, mm-hmm. that's what it feels like. Yeah. When I do it out of, why the fuck is your face doing this? And my God, yes, I'll spend $280 to make something on your face, make your face not do your face thing. Yeah. Then it becomes self-hatred mm-hmm. and punishment. And it's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Like I can spend hours trying to redraw my fucking lips because I hate the way they're shaped. Right. Or... I can spend just as much time massaging little gels in and exfoliating mm-hmm. and going, who's your booty booty little lips? And if you're, that's the point is like, I think that there was a time, um, you know, in my late 20s where I was just so broke. And I remember like Googling like how to do at home facials. Like I've always yes. been this Oatmeal, person. honey, and Oatmeal, cucumber, like man. Lemon and baking soda on my nose. I did it all. Um, and so I've always been into that stuff. I just could never afford it. So when I could afford it, it was the first thing that I chose to spend money on. Hair. Hair and skincare, mostly. Makeup I love buying, but I don't buy it that often for someone who loves putting a yeah. lot of it on. Yeah. Um, but... Um, well, when you buy... Smartly, mm-hmm. you don't have to buy frequently. Yeah, and that's the thing I think about hair and skincare is like I love having long blonde hair. It's so fun for me. It brings me so much joy. I love having. I I just 
love looking in the mirror and having pride in the way I look. And no, I do not wake up looking like this. Like currently, I wake up looking like this. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't know. I think maybe <laughs> you look pretty damn cute. And I did have a shower. Very tussled. Finally, um, but um, I also am preparing for the future, and I don't want to not enjoy the way I look in the future. And so I take care of myself now, you know. Um, but it truly, truly, like everything about, other than the fact that I have to travel far to get my hair done, nothing, The spending the money doesn't bother me because I have not spent the money before and not had the joy. Yeah. Um, and especially going for facials, it's like such a luxurious feeling and thing and it makes a difference in the I way you see look at yourself you and sam both are yeah. like you don't do facials i saw i like i don't know i don't have the time i don't have the time you do you just prioritize differently. yes i prioritize yes. different yeah. see that i think is so for me the point of um talking about this stuff mm-hmm. is i think normalizing people's priorities mm-hmm. there are people who have different priorities and that's fine. Absolutely. But I think it's also okay to prioritize doing what you need to do mm-hmm. to enjoy the body you're in. Yeah. And not feeling shameful if it's something that is inherently, quote unquote, girly. You yes. know? Like if you want to ask me what products I use in my hair at a panel, I'm going to fucking tell you. It will make me giggle. Because I go, wow, you guys paid money to hear this information straight from the horse's mouth. But okay, here you go. Um, But also, I am quick to remind people that I have money currently to spend on things that I would not necessarily encourage everyone to spend on these things. And I don't have the research currently to tell people what they're you know, inexpensive options are. So I always am very careful to recommend things to people because I don't want people to feel like they can't feel the way I feel unless they have the exact same things I have. Um, There are just, there are so many ways to feel good about the way you look, especially specifically coming to hair and makeup. One of the best things I do for my skin is drinking water. Yeah. Great. Boom. Drinking water and that's sleeping, getting enough huge. sleep. Well, that's that's well, that's those are the two things. That you would be one awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd be so pretty. <laughs> sleep yourself pretty. What if we sold that? Wayward, sleep yourself pretty. Well, that's the PJ party. That's exactly the, here it. Here we go. Instead of pajamas, instead of pizza and pajamas, we're going to give you. Water yeah. and nap time. Nap time. Can oh you imagine God. the people? Can you imagine if we fucking sold that at a convention? <laughs> Here's a bottle of water. Lie down and sleep. For lie three down hours. and sleep. Please give us money. Wait a second. <laughs> what did I sign up for here? <laughs> oh my God, we'd be such assholes. Oh, that'd be the best. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what specifically? Like, what's your favorite? What's your favorite hair thing that you don't do? Like, do you have anything where you're like, I just wish I had more time to, like, mm. put weird braids in the oh, side of it? Or do you know what I probably it, would do? Um, I I love doing facial masks. I do them probably twice a week. 
but I don't do hair masks. Which oh. is something I really should do with yeah. blonde hair. Yeah. But I find showering so exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like you get in the shower, and especially with long hair. Yeah, no, I'm like, ugh. That's, I only wash my hair like once, maybe twice a week, and when I do it, I'm like, okay, let's. Okay, come on, girl, you got this, you got this, let's do this. I remember having, I, so I had hair past my navel through college, like nuts. massive, huge red mane mm-hmm. of hair, and washing it. The 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 least enjoyable part of it for me, yeah, God, I used to have to plan like a half an hour shower. It's funny because still in my head, I think, okay, if I'm getting ready, I need this much time to shower, and I'll get out and I'll be like, it took me five minutes, and I shaved. What the fuck? Oh, because I don't have to do anything to my hair. But like, just the the task of getting the hair off of your fingers. Oh, and like somebody taught me one of Jen. Um, from who's the key hair person on Supernatural she noticed like when she went to do my hair there would always be like little hairs that would be on my back and stuff it's because I don't brush my hair Yep. because it's for curly hair it looks it's also like I have fragile hair and so it breaks more easily and also it doesn't make the curls as bouncy if you brush them out Um, but you still shed so you shed she was like you have to it's good for your scalp so she gave me what's called a wet brush that you brush in the shower but which is great because then all the extra hairs go in the brush but then you gotta clean the fucking brush out and it's like oh what is this like a janitor in your own fucking shower. Oh God! And yeah, here for 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 you youngins, mm-hmm. these are things that nobody ever told me. No. If you are living in an environment that you have roommates and you have a lot of hair, do not leave your hair in the shower. No, don't. No. Le- I, nobody told me these. These are things nobody told me because I didn't know how to people because my parents just assumed I'd figure shit out on my own. Um, don't leave hair in the shower if you're over at your boyfriend's house Mm -hmm. don't leave your hair in the shower i used to know somebody that would like um that i didn't live with but a friend of mine lived with that she would like you know wash her hair pull her extra hairs out and then wipe them on the side girl girl that was me i didn't know nobody told me like and then i would like i knew enough to Jeez, yeah, but but you just have random hair. You gotta clean it out. Just like just like if you're shaving your face over the sink, mm-hmm. rinse out the sink. sink yep. Take care of your hair. Yes. Put your hair in the garbage. It's your responsibility. God damn it. Yeah. I, that went. That took a strange turn. I I'm know. sorry. But, it's, but we're just getting really real here, folks. Yeah. What about you? Is there anything hair or skincare wise that you wish you would I do more of? Wish <laughs> I am like. 30 seconds away uh, in my mind to buy a wig because Mm. people don't believe that I have I'm like I just you know what fuck all this I'm so tired of dealing with I know Lisa was like girl get some wigs yeah all about the wigs I would just have nowhere to store them I'd be like, no, I don't well, and hang my hats on the wall. I don't walls. think it'd be great to like transport it, but yeah. I would just love to show up at a convention once with like hair down to yeah. my tits. I mean, <laughs> why not? Rent one. You should do it just for fun. Just wear a wig. Um, there's a character on a show called Shit's Creek, Moira, yes. and all she only wears wigs. Like she's always, she just her whole hotel wall is wigs, which makes me laugh. It's just oh. like mm, this one, like choosing wigs, like a pair of underwear. You know what I mean? Yes. 
That'd be fun. Yeah. God, you'd need a lot of storage, though. You would need a lot of storage. There's a character um, in one of the Wizard of Oz books, because I read all the, I have all the old, like, first edition bomb books, Mm -hmm. and uh, she was a princess who changed heads. So she had all of these actual girls' heads in her closet, and she wanted Dorothy's head to add to her collection. But she would just switch heads, and all the heads had different personalities. But she would switch them because of how they looked. And then whichever one she felt like looking like, the personality would... Isn't that creepy? Yes. Like, that's a child shit. That's, that's, that's deep bomb. There you go. For the two of you who actually read <laughs> Wizard of Oz past watching the movie... Um, you know what I'm talking about. That oh, she was God. a creepy fucking creature, and that stuck with me. The idea of changing looks because you feel like changing personality. I, that's why I don't have eyebrows, and one of the reasons oh, I don't yeah. let like I only have a little bit of eyebrow, and one of the reasons that I like not having eyebrows, especially when I was on stage, is because eyebrow shape mm. says so much about a personality. It's a framer, yes, right. And so something that's sharp and arched automatically is a different personality than mm-hmm. like curved or straight or a little bit short. Yeah, or, people will get their. Um, a lot of my friends get their eyebrows tattooed or microbladed, mm-hmm. which looks great. But I couldn't do it because I couldn't. There's lots of times where I don't want to wear makeup, but if I had a lot of really hard eyebrows, which I wear yep. darker eyebrows when I have more makeup on, it would look so silly on me. Not on everybody, just on me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. what did we learn in this podcast episode, Kim? Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, we learned, really what we learned is that... It's just a huge reminder to everybody that it is a-okay to take the time and take the joy, revel in the joy that is um, enjoying your own look. Yeah. And whatever that means. If that means just taking a bath and maybe putting some baking soda in the water so Mm -hmm. there's a little... Like it's 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 okay. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. It mm-hmm. has kind of a stigma that if you're a fully actualized woman, you don't need to do this to yourself, yes, right. or you need to do it at the level that Gwyneth Paltrow does it. Yeah. To say no, just it's it's you and your body, and your body's special. Your body's you. Yeah. If you want to Treat feel pretty, well. it doesn't mean that there's something missing. Yeah. Yeah, and it can mean whatever it means to you. Yeah. So let's all feel fucking pretty. Yeah, god damn it. <laughs> I love you, Kim Rhodes. I love you, Brianna Buckmaster. Bye.